Greetings of the day to all the listeners. Thank you so much for joining in and welcome to another episode of Simply Geeta. Hope everything is well at your end. Today we shall start with the fourth chapter of the Geeta where the Lord sheds light on knowledge, action and also renunciation. So let us resume this journey. The Lord tells Arjuna that he dictated the everlasting knowledge to the god of sun who in turn shared this knowledge with his son Manu. and manu gave this knowledge to his own son iksvaku krishna is a yogi who has existed from before the beginning of time and he will continue to exist forever he is a true yogi situated in knowledge and action and here shri krishna mentions to arjuna about the history of the knowledge of gita so krishna tells that as per tradition this knowledge was revealed to the upcoming generations but unfortunately with the passage of time the rich knowledge of gita was lost Once the knowledge is discovered it slowly starts spreading among people now the knowledge of gita has been passed down since thousands of years but there was a time when this knowledge was lost just like the treasure is not kept in the open in the same way mysteries and pure knowledge is not open and easy for anyone to obtain it comes gradually through a process krishna tells that arjun was his devotee and his dear friend so it will be possible for him to understand those words of wisdom meaning to say that knowledge of gita should be respected and it should not be misunderstood as something ordinary arjun is a human being just like us and so his mind is also filled with the same questions that we all may have arjun asks krishna that how could it be possible that krishna instructed this knowledge to the god of sun because the sun god was alive thousands of years ago while krishna was standing there in front of arjuna meaning to say that krishna was born after a long time that the sun god left the world so it should be noted that arjuna is not suspicious but he wants to understand that how was something like this possible the devotee does not know everything but the god does something which is visible from the eyes is very easy for everyone to know on the other hand only the god and the people with true knowledge are able to know that which is unexplained and invisible krishna tells arjun that they both have experienced many births and rebirths arjun was not aware of all his lives but krishna knew them clearly an important point to note here is that we should not consider shri krishna who was the speaker in the gita as someone ordinary he was the supreme power he is the supreme power and he'll always exist in the world as the supreme power now while explaining his personality and significance krishna tells arjun that he has never taken birth and he can never die in spite of being the lord of all living beings he surrenders to his nature and appears in every age through his power the one who is born is certain to die the existence of krishna was just an illusion through which he presented himself in the human form so that he could live with the human beings krishna tells arjun that whenever there is a destruction of morality and a rise in the power of immorality and evil he takes the human form and appears in the world and this appearance is what is known as avatar when there is immense rise in corruption and evil then someone is required to make things right by controlling the situation and so for this purpose krishna takes the human form on earth in order to reestablish morality and righteousness in the world krishna takes his birth in the human form in every age it makes us wonder what exactly is morality the supreme tells 
that for the sake of protecting the pious people who follow the principles of morality and for destroying the evil people who commit sin and for re-establishing the principles of religion and true knowledge he appears age after age in other words morality can be understood as the protection and empowerment of the right people and destruction of the evil ones leaving the truth and supporting the wrong is immorality and krishna ensures that such an immorality comes to an end the lord tells that the person who understands that krishna is not born in the world like them such a person does not take a rebirth when the body dies instead that person directly reaches the supreme the birth of krishna is divine and is indescribable thus it is not very easy for someone to understand krishna in the next verse krishna tells that the people who have lost attachment anger and fear who love krishna who are his devotees and who follow the instructions which he gives those are the people who are able to reach him in other words the people who have controlled their senses and surrendered themselves to the supreme they surely obtain the divine grace in order to truly understand this wisdom we must first learn to control our feelings and stabilize our emotions Krishna tells Arjun that he rewards the devotees in the same manner as they reward him meaning to say that the one who understands the knowledge and instructions which is given by Krishna is in a way absorbed in Krishna the true devotion is indicated by our willingness and our ability to follow the instructions of the supreme lord Krishna tells that the people who want the fruits of their actions they worship the gods because men are able to get results from their work very quickly if they follow the instructions of krishna so while we should be engaged in work we should also ensure that we are we have adequate faith in the supreme being now krishna reminds us of the truth of the society which we have forgotten the lord tells that he has created the four classes of humans that is brahmin kshatriya vaishya and shudra on the basis of the modes of nature and the work in accordance with those modes what we regard as caste is actually a result of our work and not merely birth for instance if a person is born in a pious family but engages in all the sinful acts then we cannot regard that particular person as a moral person meaning to say that not our birth but it is our work and the actions which we perform which helps us in making a name in this world in the next verse the supreme lord tells that one should perform work as a duty with full devotion but one should not be entangled in the fruits of those actions we shouldn't merely pray to god for results and favorable situations instead with faith and courage we should do our duty and surrender everything else to the supreme krishna tells arjun that in the ancient ages people used the way of performing duty as a path to liberation so if arjun wants liberation he should also perform his duty and follow the footsteps of such people while explaining the ways of four fathers krishna wants arjun to understand that before him many people were able to reach the supreme by understanding the concept of action without attachment to fruits the lord tells that even the intelligent people are amazed and surprised in deciding that what exactly is action and inaction in order to remove this confusion the lord tells that he shall explain the true meaning of action knowing which arjun shall be free from his attachment and his misfortune we often use the word action but now krishna will explain the actual difference 
between action and inaction. Once we are able to understand the same, we can embrace the path of true action and forge forward in our lives. God tells that it is very important for us to know and understand about action, inaction as well as forbidden action because action is a concept which is not so easy to understand. Though these words may sound philosophical, but once we start understanding and applying them in our practical life, we will be able to deal with a lot of troubles with extreme ease. Krishna tells that the person who sees action in inaction and inaction in action, such a person is more intelligent than the average person and such a yogi is able to perform all the prescribed duties with ease. By seeing inaction in action, a person does not boast about himself. Such a person indulges in action by thinking it as his or her duty. Another possible explanation could be that when a person is doing something which he truly likes, then that action seems like inaction to him because he loves the craft which he is performing. While further explaining about action, Krishna tells that the person who performs work without any desire or determination to get something and the one whose actions are performed with perfect fire of knowledge, such a person is regarded as a true worker even by the sages. In simple words, we need to indulge in the right action with moral principles to perform our duty. Then Krishna mentions that the person who gets rid of attachment to work and results, one who is independent of the outcome and has faith in the Supreme, such a person, in spite of being involved in action, does not really feel any load of working. The person who while performing work has no desire for the results, such a person achieves progress by bringing forward his best work. Without thinking much about the future, we should be present in this moment and we should indulge ourselves in action. Now the Lord explains the developed situation of the yogi to Arjun. The person who has gained perfect control over the mind and the senses, such a person is the true yogi. As far as the mind is concerned, it keeps on adding new desires to the unlimited ocean of wants. But the true worker is not impacted by the unstill nature of the mind. He indulges in action but gives up the desire to have proprietorship over anything. The one who is content with whatever he or she receives from action. The one who is not envious or jealous of the progress which others make. The one who is not impacted much by either joy or sorrow. The person who is steady and equal in both success and failure. Such a person, in spite of engaging in different activities, is not attached to them. The person situated in the true yoga of action is able to gain control over his desires and end his attachment to the material pleasures. Such a person is not even proud of his body and never dominates anyone by expressing his strength. He does not allow his mind to become a victim of attachment. He clearly understands that everything is only temporary. Such people have their minds fixed in intelligence and following the path of intelligence, such people perform their work with pure devotion. As a result of this immense self-control, these people achieve progress. Though this path is difficult, it is certainly not impossible. The person who is absorbed in Krishna, who works with spirituality, is sure to receive the results 
which are also spiritual in nature meaning to say that if we perform our actions with krishna in our heart then we'll surely reach the goal some yogis believe the gods to be the supreme and they offer sacrifices to these gods it doesn't matter if we worship shiv durga or any other god for that matter we should remember that our work is also a sacrifice in itself and surrendering everything to the supreme we should indulge in our work and carry out our duties when anything enters fire it is burned and it turns into ashes so here krishna refers to self control as fire krishna tells that the yogi the true yogi surrenders his senses and the sensual pleasures in the fire of self control and he turns his desires into ashes but the people who are ignorant they do the exact opposite such people who have no sense of self control they burn everything in the fire of their senses if anyone speaks something offensive then such people are filled with anger the progress of others fills such people with jealousy krishna tells that the best way to control the senses and the mind is through knowledge it is only through knowledge that we are able to distinguish between good and bad in order to make the appropriate choice the lord tells that the people who wish to achieve self realization offer their senses and their breath into the fire of the controlled mind every person has a different battle and so the duties of individuals are also different from each other these different duties require different types of sacrifices some people may sacrifice their possessions some may indulge in penance some may sacrifice through yoga and some may turn to the vedas for obtaining knowledge we need to understand our battle and choose our actions this is undoubtedly true because the actions which are required from a person who has financial problems in the family is different from the actions that may be required from the son of a millionaire now krishna explains about the pranayam yoga which is a way of controlling the process of breathing he tells that the people who use breath as a medium to obtain the supreme truth they try to restrain their breath such people have perfect control over their incoming and the outgoing breath through pranayam we are able to gain control of the senses and this is what the lord is also trying to explain krishna explains the importance of sacrifices and he tells arjun that those who understand the true meaning of sacrifice become free from sinful reactions by tasting the nectar which results from such sacrifices and this nectar helps a person in reaching the supreme and for those people who do not indulge in sacrifices this world is never peaceful and neither do such people receive peace after death we can also assume this sacrifice as action or work that we humans are expected to perform or maybe the prescribed duties that we all are expected to carry out the fruits that we receive from our actions should be treated as the blessings of the supreme god and without being impacted by the same we should move ahead towards our next duty krishna tells that different types of sacrifices have been mentioned in the vedas if arjun understands those sacrifices from the mind senses and intelligence then he will be liberated from all the sins the lord tells that compared to the sacrifice of material possessions and comforts the sacrifice which is done after obtaining knowledge is much better in one type of sacrifice we request the gods to come 
and we offer them ghee and other ceremonial things another type of sacrifice is that which is done in perfect knowledge under which we try to control our senses our breath and perform our duties without expecting anything in return all these are a part of sacrifices in knowledge and they are better than ordinary sacrifice of material possessions and so knowledge in a way directly connects us to the supreme arjun was present in front of the supreme god but we are ordinary human beings and we cannot see god directly the lord tells that if we are unable to understand this truth then we must approach the people who are situated in knowledge and we must seek wisdom from them if we do not regard knowledge as important then we will continue to live our life with misconceptions and struggles through arjun krishna instructs us to understand the true wisdom from learned people who are aware of the truth by rendering service to such people if we question them with faith then such people will definitely clear our doubts and answer our questions the unintelligent people are not really bothered about their purpose or objective in life once we obtain the true knowledge we will get rid of all confusions and act in accordance with the instructions of the supreme krishna tells that even if a person has committed more sins than any other sinner even for such a great sinner the boat of knowledge will help that particular person to get out of the ocean of sin and evil we shouldn't misunderstand this verse by thinking that if we first commit a sin and then obtain knowledge then we will get rid of those sins always here krishna wants to mention that no person should doubt his or her ability to obtain knowledge because every person who has the willingness can definitely obtain knowledge through that knowledge not only a person can become free from faults but also become better than ignorant people the lord tells arjun that just like the fire turns wood into ashes in the same way the fire of knowledge turns the reaction to material actions into ashes meaning to say that when we are in knowledge our attachment to the fruits of the action or even to actions for that matter is completely vanished this shouldn't be misunderstood that we stop our actions and we stop working krishna wants to say that when in knowledge a person indulges in action but not for the sake of results merely as his duty knowledge can purify every individual in the course of time many people have obtained this knowledge by practicing yoga of action with devotion if a person is not curious and willing to learn the true knowledge then he will never be able to do so if we give rise to a question in our mind for true knowledge then we can obtain this wisdom through consistent action in other words a person with a pure heart who is curious is ready to work without attachment such a person is the one who can obtain knowledge the supreme lord mentions that the people who gain control of the senses who are hard working in nature and who have faith in the supreme are able to obtain knowledge and when such people obtain knowledge then without delay he or she experiences peace through the divine while writing an examination if we are aware of the answers then the exam appears very easy in the same way the person who is trying to control the senses who has faith towards the supreme it doesn't take much time for that particular person to surrender to the truth of the world to know the truth of the world 
when we are aware of the truth it becomes easy for us to handle circumstances which are external the person who has no faith who cannot decide between right and wrong who has suspicions in the mind such a person is bound to lose significance and experience darkness such a person cannot find peace in this world or the supreme world the life of such a person becomes absolutely meaningless there is no difference between the existence and the non-existence of such a person who has no curiosity to know anything and no willingness to do anything shri krishna then tells that the person who by following the principles of yoga of action surrenders all his actions to the supreme and has killed all his doubts through intelligence such a self-controlled person is not attached or bound by work such a person does every task with absolute humility without any expectations it should be noted that if our mind is filled with doubt then we will never be able to take any rational decision krishna now tells arjun that he should use the sword of knowledge to kill the doubts in his mind which arise due to ignorance he tells arjun to be situated in the yoga of action and become ready for war an important lesson that we should learn here is that whenever we are surrounded by doubts and darkness in life then following the principles of yoga of action we should immerse ourselves in the performance of our duty without thinking much about the outcome with this we have come to the end of the fourth chapter of the ocean of wisdom where the lord provided light on action inaction as well as true knowledge hope the podcast was valuable and now we shall meet in the fifth chapter of the gita to resume our journey thank you so much once again for joining in and stay tuned for the next episode